You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 099. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 99. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hi, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> you know what that look looked like? What was it? Um, Adam Sandler, the guy who plays Adam Sandler's dad in Waterboy when he's like, he comes and crashes the wedding at the end oh. and he's like, Hey, Thun. Hey, Thun. <laughs> Bobby, it's me, your daddy, Roberto. Daddy? You know, I seen you on the ESPN when they was talking about you being drafted by the NFL. <laughs> So, Mr. Smith, I was like, are you ready to record? And then, like, right as we start recording, he, like, clears his throat all out into the mic. And he gave me this look like, sorry. Sorry. Okay, I'm ready now. Oh, my gosh. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, pod people. Welcome to the show. Um, I think we have a pretty awesome topic today. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it is how to know if your life coach is a poser. Mm. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna check you out, girl. Yeah. See oh, if you're a well, poser. of course I'm gonna f- pass with flying oh, colors. You, oh, you are. Of course. Yeah. Why is that? Because this is the joy fucking junkie show. This is my show, <laughs> and it's a no nonsense. It's a no nonsense show. <laughs> this is my show, and it's a no nonsense show. I don't take any crap from anyone. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it's a no nonsense show. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that would just be stupid marketing. It would be. <laughs> to be like... And you don't check any of the boxes. <laughs> right. You're like, what? So, no, but this was actually a submission from a listener. And if you guys didn't know, over at thejoyjunkie.com, you can actually submit a topic um, that you would like us to cover on the show. So, this is something that a listener submitted, and I thought... This is a good one because I have a lot to say actually about the coaching industry and how sure. it has um, really, really blown up in the last couple of years and stuff like that. So, but before we jump into that, <laughs> I have to tell you guys tonight, today, if you're listening on Monday, I know a lot of people listen to these pretty religiously on Mondays when they when they drop. Um, today is the last drop dead date to get in on excuse me your badass the is showing. very last day yes so all you procrastinators it's your time it's your time it is your time join us oh my god and if you are a podcast listener you get an extra special bonus if you list pod people that's the key word secret pod peeps pod, no pod people no don't confuse the audience sorry <laughs> It's pod people, all one word. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's one word. It's just you record that in the notes to seller, and that will get you um, a free secret Q&A live call with Mr. Smith and me. We're going to do. The two of us. That's yeah. right. Yes. And so that's going to be. excited for that. That'll be fun. Later. Yeah. So uh, be sure to enter that. And if you're not sure what, excuse me, you're uh, 
your badass is showing is, it is a three-week course that I'm teaching, and it's super inexpensive. It's uh, 147 and um, we're covering off a lot of in-depth work on what we talk about on the pod. So if you know you have a really hard time taking a stand for yourself, speaking up for yourself, whether it's with a spouse, your kids, your boss, your family, your mom, like I always, you name th- it. I always thought like life coaching, because who doesn't have mom issues? You know, <laughs> like it honestly doesn't matter. I see more people have mom issues in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Tell me about your mother. It, like seriously. Yeah, it's wild. Right? So being able to take a stand, knowing what boundaries actually means, like what the hell does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. And then actually being able to express it. So the whole final week is going to be communicating all of these things with people in your life, how to go about that, how to broach sensitive topics. Um, So it's going to be good. The whole first week is all about fear, how it arrests us, how it holds us back, what to do about it, how to work with it instead of hating it. Um, Nice. What, um, yeah. Where do you go to get more information on that? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Mr. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. Or if you're on your mobile phone right now, you can actually text Junkie, J-U-N-K-I-E, to the number 66866, Junkie, once again, to the number 66866. Nice. And that will basically get you a free copy of my workbook, my e-workbook, Stand Up For Yourself Without Being a Dick. And when you get on that list and grab that ebook, you will always be the first to hear about everything. So you'll get emails about classes like this, last call, bonus options, all of that stuff. So, nice. So be sure cool to do that. But if you want to make sure that you do not miss this class, you've got to get your registration in today thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me because depending on when you listen to this if you text to get your free ebook you can do that whenever you want I just don't want you to miss registration for this yeah you know, the, for the registration yeah yeah so um, but either way yeah do that so you can get your your free workbook cool um, yeah so uh, I think that's everything I needed to say about that cool it sounds like an awesome program. Well, and it's it's super inexpensive. <clears throat> yeah. It's going to be um, a bunch of other people who are in the same boat, and we can get together and really support one another. They're some of my favorite types of classes to do because um, you're just with a bunch of other people who are struggling with the same shit. Now, is there uh, a place they can go and read about it? Same, same. Same the, place. com slash excuse me has me. all the... Big the, sales page on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. has, you know, the information on all the, the extra bonuses and, and all of that stuff. It won't have the pod people bonus on there gotcha. because that's secret just for just all for the thousands people. of people in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to get into this whole how to know if your life coach is a poser. Yeah. But before we do. Oh, yeah. We've got a little segment. Would you rather? Okay, so this weeks would you rather this one is challenging for me okay because we've got two things one is would you rather only be able to whisper or only be able to shout everything um i think for me it would be whisper well i think you're gonna offend a ton of people 
by just shouting all the time, right? The, oh, not only that, but like what happens when you're like intimate with somebody and you're up in their face or, you know, you're close to them and you have to scream. Like you'd never be able to say anything close you're to like, You're like, yeah, touch me there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. No. <laughs> no. Um, but But if you had to whisper everything, like, how could you be a public speaker or um, how could you do this show? I know that's true. But people wouldn't listen if I was screaming all the time. That's true. I, They'd I, have to really listen if you were whispering. Right. Right. I, I guess I would just have to get like really fancy microphones or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Get a bass lifter or something like something. that. Something. Yeah. But, but even like in your social everyday conversations, you know, or on the phone. You can just pretend like you're on your cell phone all the time by yelling. <laughs> okay there is something that happens when you're like over so 50 crazy. or 60 ish 50 ish where you feel like you need to scream on the phone yeah my mom in does general. it like it's you know what you were doing it and you're not even at the 50 mark yet well, i'm 43 i'm getting there you're you're put you're kicking it down kicking take 50. it easy take it easy significantly more easy oh my god but <laughs> yeah the i well, okay, so a few weeks ago, quite a few weeks ago, I was up in San Francisco doing a workshop, and I lost my voice completely. That's right. And um, and I was a participant. I wasn't facilitating, thank God, because that would have killed me. Yeah. But it was debilitating for me to not be able to talk. Yeah. Because I got a lot of words to get I got out. a lot of words. I got a lot of words. <laughs> um, but screaming, though... I don't. I think I'd pick. I, I think I'd pick. Yeah, go for the whisper. subtle approach. Yeah, would you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about you guys? What would you do? Yeah. What would you rather? All um, right. What? Let's get to some some content. I'm excited for this one. I'd like to know what a poser life coach is. <laughs> I got my boxes. I'm ready to check them. All right. So here's the submission that I received. There seems to be no end of self-help experts and life coaches out there, all with different approaches and styles. I have a few friends who are, quote, coaches, and although I admire them for trying to make the world a better place, here's my issue with it. For me, anyone who's not walking the walk is a phony. I'm not talking about people who obviously have their shit together and for whatever reason haven't found the quote relationship of their dreams or doing their dream job but you can see in their daily life that they are living proof of what they preach there's also the issue of different styles you for instance <laughs> teach that it's not a bad thing to be a bit selfish and to take control of your life <laughs> which is perfect because last week was last week was about selfish it's about shellfish shellfish um <clears throat> shellfish shellfish so selfish. It was so selfish. <laughs> and uh, to take control of your life, whereas I've seen coaches who take a more, you know, love everyone and that's what you'll get in return type of approach, which is actually kind of how I feel. I feel like stand up for yourself, take care of yourself, and you'll attract people in your life who do the same. That's right. Um, so I'm not saying that either style is wrong and I know which style I personally prefer, but how do you know which approach will work for you? For those of us who are interested in self-development, how do you know if the life coach or mentor is the real deal or just another poser who calls himself a life coach? Do you have any pointers or tips 
on what to look for in a coach and are there any red flags to be aware of? Mm. Yes, there are. Um, So this is a good one. All right. So the, the first thing as far as any red flags to be aware of, I would really say that probably the biggest red flag would be extremely lofty promises on their website like um there's a huge trend right now in business coaching in particular around six figures so you'll see tons of advertisements of make six figures in six weeks as a coach or i'll show you how to make six figures in a weekend or like Mm -hmm. just really (laughs) over the top and from all the coaching people that i am a part of um, all the coaching colleagues that I have and organizations, it takes a shit ton of work to create your own business. Yeah. So you want to watch out for stuff like that. Also things that are like, I can help you find love and manifest your soulmate. It's like, no, you you can you can maybe help me go along that route, route but you can't guarantee that I'm going to get a soulmate. Right. You also can't guarantee that somebody's going to lose 50 pounds. Like that's one of the... Uh, pieces of code of ethics for for coaching under the ICF, which I'm going to get into credentialing and talk about that a little bit. But um, if you are credentialed under ICF, you are not supposed to guarantee results of any kind. You can guarantee satisfaction with your program. And if people aren't satisfied with your program, then you can offer a refund. You can, you know, guarantee satisfaction or something like that. But you can't guarantee you will find your soulmate. You will make this money. In fact, if you ever see that and they don't have a disclaimer, that's a big red flag. There you go. You know, because yeah. you're supposed to have a disclaimer on there like results not always typical or, you right. know, we can't guarantee results <clears throat> and all that stuff. So... I want to talk a little bit about credentialing because one of the things that has come up lately is everyone and their sister is a life coach because there's tons of coaching schools that pop up and just say, become a life coach in two days and become a life coach over the weekend. And and a lot of the reason behind that is there is no major licensing program or governing body that oversees it like for you you have the amta right the american massage therapy association ours is the california american massage therapy council the camtc okay they're the one that does certify massage therapists in the state okay so there is a similar governing body for coaching so i'm going to explain to you a little bit what this is about and what it means so icf is the International Coaching Federation, and they have been around pretty much since the genesis of coaching, which is a fairly young uh, profession. It's about Mm -hmm. 25 to 30 years old. Um, And they have are the only established governing body. They aren't the end-all, be-all. That's why there's a lot of organizations that just pop up and don't even care about being ICF accredited. Mm Mm-hmm. For me, it was very, very important that I went to a coaching school that was ICF accredited. There's plenty of schools out there that are not, um, but they—they—that's one thing that that I I do suggest looking for is some sort of education in 
coaching somehow. What does ICF stand for? International Coach Federation. Okay. Um, Just so they know. Yeah, I said that already. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. I'm That's sorry. Okay. That's okay. That's <clears> okay. <throat> um, so to me, there's a big problem with people who think I give good advice, so I'm going to just get a website built and be a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, giving good advice is not coaching. It's actually not at all coaching. Coaching is actually supposed to be not advice. So it, it's definitely taken a different turn in the latter years. And I personally prefer to identify more as a mentor because I find over the years that I've done this, because I've been doing this for like six or seven years, I have found <clears throat> that people need some fucking guidance. Like they don't know that they need to crystallize their values and how that's going to influence their world. Nobody comes to you saying, I need to crystallize my values. (laughs) They just go, I'm unhappy. So that's why I developed a whole system around the things that I knew people wanted to change in their life. So, um, but back to the credentialing thing. So here's how it works. The ICF will grant... um, accreditation to different institutes, different coaching schools that adhere to their um, their different criteria. You have to adopt their certain ethics. You have to have a certain amount of actual coaching hours that you have coached other people. So for me, what I did is I went through a coaching school to get my certification Um, through an organization called the Coaches Training Institute, or CTI. CTI is accredited by the ICF. So what that meant is when I went through my coaching training, they had built in all the criteria for ICF. So when I completed my training, I was already ICF eligible to get that separate designation. You don't have to go through a school to do it. You can do what they call a portfolio program. Anyway, my point is there are ways to actually see if somebody has done, jumped through any hoops to get some knowledge about this particular profession. But it is much like um, the the. Of course, I can parallel it to makeup artistry because that was, you know, my past profession. There is no governing body that oversees makeup artistry at all. There's nothing that separates me from you going and saying, I'm a makeup artist. So what that has to do with is your experience and your ability. So... You, you know, in makeup artistry, we would always say you're only as good as your last job because that's your credentialing, basically. Right. That is your authority in the matter. So coaching is actually becoming a little bit like that. And I hope that we get something in place where you actually have to be licensed. It's, it's slippery <laughs> because in one sense, it would give much more of a definitive barometer of, Who can of the practice, coach, right? Right. But then a lot of times with that comes a lot of stipulations that not everybody agrees with. Right. You know, and then it's like, well, I don't think you need that to be a blah, 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 whatever. So it really depends on what you are looking for and what you value. So for instance, if I was going to hire a business coach, I would want to see specific 
testimonials or references from people who said, I actually did all these awesome things in my business because of their mentorship. I don't necessarily care if a business coach has gone through coaching school. I care if they have had successful businesses. And I think that's what she's talking about. It's like walking the talk. I don't want to go to a financial advisor who doesn't own a home or Harvecker talked about that he said um, he went to a financial advisor and said um, the, the guy was claiming oh you know I were I'm I can get your portfolio to this level and he goes well let me see your portfolio and the financial advisor got offended yeah like you don't need to see mine you know he's like well I want to see that you've done something with your financial house before I give you mine right Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, and that's what I think she was talking about too with like I I I personally this is just my personal opinion. I have a hard time if somebody is doing a lot of relationship coaching and about like finding your soulmate or how to make relationships thrive and they're single. Yeah. I have a little bit of a hard time with that. I have no problem if you are a single and you're talking about how to be single. You know, and dating and and giving singles advice and relationship advice about preparing for being in a relationship. That's fine. You're an authority on it. But I really, for me, that's the experiential part. So I think it really comes down to what you are looking for. Like if it's a if it's a life coach, I want to know that they have their shit together. I want to know that they are also. Um, that they're educated in this modality, that they walk their talk, um, that they continue to get coached, that they're always continuing to get education. I am always getting coached. Like that's really, really important to me. You know, you don't ever stop. You're yeah. never done. <clears throat> yeah. So I think it depends on like in her scenario, what she was bringing up was actual life coaching. If that was the case, I would, I really would want to know that somebody was educated in some way now that can look a lot of different ways it could be somebody who actually went through a coaching establishment it could be somebody who is a trained therapist and has changed into um, a modality that is more about future that's the, the biggest difference between coaching and therapy is therapy is why are you the way you are and coaching is okay this is who you are now what right what do we want to do with your life? It's much more proactive and forward thinking. I think there's places for both. Absolutely. I yeah. never, ever want to disparage the therapy uh, profession because I think it is incredibly important. But I do think sometimes there's an older model to it because as a therapist, you can't really be open and honest. You can't share your own experiences. Right. You have to be really kind of stoic. And that just doesn't work for me. I feel like, well, we've talked about this before. I think when you're vulnerable with other people, there's a lot of healing that can happen. So true. Um, so I think that's one of the best things that I can do with my clients is actually be vulnerable and share some of my journey and what I struggle with and yeah. what how I overcome it. And then that opens them up so much more. So I think you have to look at what do you respect the most? Because I also would... If I was following a relationship coach who had been married for 20 years and I'm, you know, they had all these, there's, um, there's a gal I, I'm thinking of off the top of my head and she's, she's probably been married now like 25 years and that's her major piece of, uh, authority is, look, I've lived it. 
So she's more of an experiential, like I have experienced it, therefore you should trust me. And for some people, that's absolutely where it's at. That's how I would hire a business person. Sure. You have lived it, I would hire you. Right. Um, also a fitness coach or a health coach, anything like that. If you have lived it, you've made huge dietary changes in your own life and right. you can show me that you've done that with other people, I'm bought in. In life coaching, I want to know that you're skilled in it in some way, whether yeah. it's therapy experience, um, uh, psychology, education. I want to know that you you know that it's different than just giving advice. Yeah. Because the word coach is totally bastardized. Like in our industry, it's not it's not what is identified as the actual word Every, And coach. everybody comes up with new names for it. Right. You know. Like shit slayer, awesomeness <laughs> igniter. Like <laughs> right, I'm right. like, just say that you're a fucking coach. Like right. calm down, you know. <laughs> um, that was really huge a couple of years ago. Like where everybody wanted some awesome, like I'm a catalyst for change. And it's like just – no one understands that. Just say, I'm a life coach. <laughs> Christ. Even then, people are like, life coach? You know, I mean, people are starting to get it more. People get days, it but. now. Yeah. But now there's just so many people out there calling themselves a coach and not doing coaching. Yeah. And so that's, it's just a very interesting field. So I even, I, I prefer to go more in a mentorship role, you know, and. Uh, personal development I work in personal development you know because yeah. sometimes I feel like well I do a lot of advice and I also do a lot of systems in my one-on-one -on -one practice like here's what I want you to do in coaching it's a it's all about the agenda coming from the client and um saying like well what's there for you well you know um what does that mean? And just like a constant, constant questions and getting them to come to their truth. Right. And I find sometimes people just want, can you give me anything? Right. Can you give me a right. little something? So I've developed a practice based off of what works well for me and what works off, uh, based off of the results that I really want to see in people's lives and what they want to see. Cool. So, yeah. So when it comes to credentials and stuff like that, do you respect their expertise? Are you looking for book smart and jumping through particular hoops or are you looking for experience? Um, second thing that I've talked about a little bit here is walking their talk. Uh, you know, just like what I mentioned, I'd, I want to hire a fitness coach who's fit. Right. You know, yeah. I want to hire... Um, a dentist with nice teeth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Walking their talk. Now, sometimes that's hard to find. The best thing that you... I, I, I mean, hard to find in the sense of like, how do you quantify that? Right. Obviously, I have a pretty transparent uh, podcast that you can listen to to kind of figure out if you think I'm walking my talk or not. Um, but social media is a huge piece of it. So if you can find somebody you're considering hiring, find them on their personal pages and see how they behave. See how they, you know, just look up YouTube videos. See if you can find how they engage in Interact any way. with their people, yeah. But if you're seriously con contemplating hiring them, I would absolutely look for testimonials and references. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're investing a decent amount, ask for, are there previous clients that I can contact? <clears throat> yeah. That should not be a problem at all they should be happy to give them to you and it should be yeah it should be a no-brainer like sure check out all these people who think i'm the shit because it's not really um it's not really about saying anything new and that was my third point too is you know how do you know if they're a poser or not or how do you know 
uh, if you should follow them. A lot of it has to do with your style. Like there is not much that I'm saying that's radically different from a lot of other coaches. But I have a few more drinking analogies, a few more F-bombs. You know, I'm a little bit more irreverent. So it might be just the package that you want to hear the information in. Right. And, and when you listen to somebody who really speaks your same language or you follow someone who speaks your same language, you're way more open to receiving those messages versus like I can't stand listening to somebody who's just like, so then we're going to look at the third eye and then with the waterfalls and the chakras <laughs> and the blah, blah, blah. Like, trust me, I'm a fucking hippie in so many ways. But that doesn't get me to change anything in doesn't my life. Doesn't get you going, yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't inspire me to change. And so that's the whole point, right? Like we want to make inspire changes. Change. Right. I am certainly not the coach for everybody, which is perfect because there's plenty of people who are not the client for me. Yes. Because I can't da- I can't handle those types of clients. <laughs> so it's about finding your particular style. So that's another thing is do does their style match up with yours? Right. Um, And then again, if you're looking for if you're looking for a coach or you're thinking of investing in someone's program, follow them for a while for free. That's a huge piece that that is accessible to everybody. There are very few people. I don't even know if I've ever even heard of a coach who doesn't do a bunch of stuff for free already. Like their newsletters or follow them on social media or have free ebooks or classes or Get a sense, like, do they, do you resonate with them as the messenger? And are you getting value? Do they offer you something that you can actually go and implement and make a positive change in your life? Right. If that's the case, then they might be a perfect messenger for you. Um, because ultimately with coaching, it's the same thing, like, if you think about coach for a sports team or like a tennis coach or something like that. The whole point is to make you better. It has nothing really to do with the actual coach. It's that because you, you're not second guessing if they're a good coach or not, because you're not worried about if they're the right one for you, you're able to totally dig into your growth, your change, your healing. So that's exactly who your coach should be. Somebody in your corner who you never have to wonder if they're really the real deal. You like how they speak to you. You have a great synergy, a great connection so that you can focus on you. That's the most important thing. It's not about them. It's really not. And if it is, then they might not be the person for you. You know, like if you're too caught up, like, I don't know, then Trust me. There's, Move on. There's plenty. Yeah. Right? Um, and something, too, that, that I think is – we touched on this just a, briefly a little bit earlier. But I like to know personally if I'm going to hire someone that they have an awesome support system, that they also continue to get educated, that they also continue to study their craft. Um, I follow a business coach who is phenomenal, and she is always pushing herself to be better like she is always reading the latest book on business the latest book on business or like uh, business models and strategies and and I trust her authority because of how much she consumes right and that she never stops and she's always tweaking all of her approaches and methodologies based off of new stuff right so I know I also have sort of an insider look into into her world a little bit. I know that she has ridiculous amounts of resources and support systems and she's always bettering herself. 
So, and then on after that, sometimes it's just a crapshoot. So you're saying it's like dating. It can be. <laughs> you know, do like, your research, Google them. Google, you know, Google it. Meet their family. Well, you yeah. do you do the best that you can. Yeah. yeah. But um, it, ultimately, I go a lot off of intuition. That's totally <clears throat> that's totally fucked me up before. Um, I invested in some business coaches early on that I had to learn some huge lessons about doing more due diligence, more research, and right. I was like, oh. So that didn't work out. Right, right. But a lot of coaches will do some sort of consult. Like if you're actually wanting to work one-on-one, I do that as well. Um, Where if you're really serious about going through my one-on-one program, which is very different than a class. Class. Yeah. So much more intimate. Like you need to, you need to be on board with me and I need to be on board with you. We, you know, we jump on the phone and we talk about it and we make sure that I'm actually the same Amy (laughs) that you hear on the podcast. You know what I mean? Or that you see on the, on your uh, Facebook page or whatever. Right. And, and I, you know, I, I am, you know, that's Uh, what you are. I am. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about you is your authenticity. Thanks, babe. Well, that's one of the reasons why I was drawn to this profession versus something like therapy because I don't have to watch my language. I don't have to put up walls. I can totally be vulnerable. I can do this work over the phone. I don't have, I'm not bound by any state regulations and, and I can be the exact same Amy in my business that I am with my friends, that I am with you. Obviously it's different roles, but it's the same Amy. It's the same authenticity. So, um, so, yeah, and then as far as anybody else in your life, like it sounds like to me, she, this listener sounds really similar to me in the sense that I really value authenticity. I like to know that somebody is walking their talk. And I also highly value knowledge and education. That's why I get really stuck around how do I feel about the ICF? Are they really doing anything? Um, but it really is our only baseline from people just hanging up a shingle saying, I'm a coach. Right. So I, I'm i more inclined to see licensing. I'm more inclined to see some sort of governing body, even if it's bureaucracy, even if it's jumping through hoops. I feel like there's people out there who are dam- doing damage. Yeah. And that's, same in the massage therapy industry. Yeah. You know, we're doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's scary. So anyway, <laughs> as, as somebody, you know, and I'm making this up about this person, this listener. I don't know if that's what you value, but it seems like there's certain things that this person values and then looking around and seeing friends that are like I'm a coach I'm a coach I'm a coach doesn't sit quite right with her and that's okay those particular coaches might not be for you or or maybe until they get a lot more experience under their belt then you're like okay you've done your whatever you value that's what it's about you know um so I hope that's been a little bit of some light on the subject a little life coach enlightenment what do you think um, you know, this is a topic that's um, out of my realm, really. right? <clears throat> but I can relate it to my business. Yeah, and um, I'm not the therapist for everybody either, right? Right? Like, I I think structurally, I I uh, really am a strategist. I'm not the woo woo, you know. Let's uh, yeah uh, balance your chakras kind of guy. I'm a little more orthopedic, and I do more physical medicine. So I'm not the therapist for everyone, right? So my approach is going to resonate with people that are looking to receive that. Right. Right? So it's, it's similar in that respect. Right. 
Right. And the licensing too. We go through the same thing. Yeah. You know that, but the problem with us is, you know, we have the prostitution issues. Yeah. Uh, issue, issues. So there's always um, the the police are always involved in our industry. Yeah. Um, so we get a lot of our regulatory power through them. Yeah. Uh, instead of through, it, it, that's changing. Yeah. Uh, we had to go through Vice to get our licensing for a long time. <laughs> really? And yeah. Now we go through uh, a California board. Yeah. So it's finally like, all right, I feel more like a professional now. Yeah. You know. And I, I do think that's going to change for us too. Absolutely. I think, I think where it's becoming so oversaturated <laughs> and I think there's, I think particularly what's going to do it is a lot of this like make six figures in 10 days bullshit that's yeah. out there. Right. It, it's in this business arena, I yeah. think, that's going to really kill it. But for a lot of people who do corporate coaching, they really look for ICF credentials. They really look for some sort of credentialing. When I first I got off, involved yeah. in it, when I first started taking coaching classes, like, gosh, it was probably nine or nine years ago or so, um, nobody was really advocating even certification, let alone credentialing, um, because it just wasn't an issue. Wow. Now it's... It's just so rampant. So again, there's a lot of right answers here, but I think it has to do with, you know, do they embody the characteristics that you admire? Are they walking their talk? Do they have some sort of expertise, whether it's book smart or experiment, experiential? Do you dig their style? Um, stalk them, fire, file, or follow them for free, see if you get some value, and then tap into your intuition. What does your intuition tell you? Yeah. You know, I think that's good advice. I think that's true. With that, that can those bullet points could be applied to just about any profession, right? <clears throat> you know, right? Yeah. yeah. And then just watch out for really lofty promises. Oh, another huge one. Watch out for zero testimonials or social proof. So, um, yeah, that's another thing I, I mentioned. Like, if you just land on a page and there's no evidence of another business, like. There's no homepage. It's just like, here, enter all your email, enter all your details. Mm -hmm. And there's no, like, like, where's the rest of the fucking where's business? My information? How yeah. can I find you on Facebook? How can I, like, do, are there people who consume your work? You know, like, and granted, some people are just getting started and all of that stuff. But there's ways to start accumulating social proof, meaning I have influenced, I've helped influence people's lives. Here's how you can see that. Yeah. There, uh, something else I wanted to mention. I don't know how it fits into your business, but just to make a point, there are <clears throat> there was a thing happening with the before and after pictures for uh, the diet pill industry and for mm -hmm. um, personal training and that kind of thing. And um, they were getting in trouble because their before and after pictures were switched. They would take someone that was completely healthy and ripped and they would fatten them up. Oh, my God. And then switch the pictures. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. So I don't know if there's swindlers like that in your business. Well, there's, and again, that's where it's like you do the best due diligence. Like somebody could make up testimonials. Right. You know, um, but right. that's where you like, you do the best that you can. Yeah. There are testimonial guidelines and rules and laws about what you can and can't say and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, you, you kind of do the best you can and you research as best you can. And, oh, my God, my dog is driving me nuts right now. Um, yeah. And then you operate off your intuition and you yeah, do, you know. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah. 
All right, guys. So don't forget to text Junkie, J-U-N-K-I-E, to 66866 so you can get your free ebook and workbook. And then you can also hang out with me more on the regular. And um, if you want to join me for class, don't forget to get your registration in, thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. Last chance. Last chance. Let's do this. Um, Cool. So we will see you around these parts next week. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Mm -hmm.